Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope all is well with you. As usual, thank you for tuning in and listening and making Authentic Conversation with Kim a part of your day. It's always something, 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 something going. this before I had gotten this book and it's called The Games That People Play and I must admit I never read the book and I I probably still have it I have a plethora of literature Basically, and I've skimmed through the book and I've read part part of it and um, I got the gist of it, if you will. Um, but it's basically about personalities and how people, you have a type of personality and how they respond or react or the behavior that they exude in a situation. This is what makes them tick. This is what this is their personality. So this is what makes them tick. This is how they work. This is how they function. And even as I'm thinking about it and um, getting degree in leadership, one of the things that they talk about um, or they point to as well are like um, Myers Briggs, those kind of assessments that you give your employee somebody to know how they best function with a team with people and so again to me it's like manipulation but I guess it's manipulation in a good way if because the word manipulation is always categorized in my mind as a negative term and so it is about shifting your mind to understand that when you want to work with people and you want to work well with people to know how they function or even when you have toxic people in your life how do you rid yourself of toxic people or you have people who 
you may never be able to rid yourself of but yet and still they have a toxic demeanor or behavior and it affects you so much and the thing about the traits and the personality of people some people may very well not be aware that they are ticking you off they may very they may not be aware that they are bothersome um that they are um obnoxious that they are manipulating that they are narcissists and so I um, found out or was able to turn a person's behavior and their mannerisms and why they do what they do and basically I say all this to say that I have a narcissistic person somewhat a part of my life and the good news is as I've been researching and reading and looking that there's a way to deal with a narcissistic person so that's what I'm doing now <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of times when we talk to our friends and when we seeking when we're seeking help to deal with people they don't either know the person in and of itself or haven't experienced their behavior or they haven't read the book and so they'll say oh well just ignore it or um be upset with them or you know and you got these ticking ticking time bombs which I already know I've said And so it becomes like a science, if you will, a sit down at the table, like a chess game, a strategic thing that one must get in order to be able to become victorious with a person. And granted, I said the other day, you know, do you love the winner? Do you hate to lose? But when you're talking about life's emotions and feelings and wholeness and peace and tranquility um, you want to win those things you want those things you want those things to be readily available and accessible to you and you want to be able to have those intangible attributes in your life or components or feelings if you will you want to be able to have them and you want people depending on the kind of person you are, you want people to be happy and whole. And I don't think that that's a far-fetched request. I really don't. I don't think it's a far-fetched request. I don't think that people should remain in relationships that are toxic or unhealthy, whether you're the culprit or the other person is the culprit. Like, I just don't think that you ought to be in those kind of relationships. I don't think that's the will of God for my life, for your life, for anybody's life. But I also realized, too, a lot of these behaviors and mannerisms are learned and they're nurtured um, through life and life experiences. And the biggest thing is people have to realize, like, this is 
who they are. This is who I am. As I've learned and I'm learning and I'm growing and maturing, I understand the kind of person I have become. I understand the kind of person that I am. I'm able to look and see, okay, that I don't want in my life anymore because it doesn't reap the best harvest or it's not beneficial or it's just too draining or it's just too much or um, it's not the best fit. It's not the best attribute to have in a situation. And of course, we always want to look at ourselves like, oh, I'm not the problem or, oh, it's not me or no, um, I'm okay and I'm fine. But as we live and we learn and we grow, we understand that there's some weeds that have gotten into our um, garden and has choked out some things and has prevented some things from growing and the weeds I was <laughs> with somebody and they saw those little yellow things and those wishes that and it's like oh those are flowers and although they have an appeal and they're cute they're not considered flowers they're actually considered weeds. And so you'll have things that look appealing and look nice for the moment, but realize that it's not um, of substance. It's not long-lasting. It's not something that you can transfer and, and, and let it sit for a while and trim. And it can sit for a long while. Like a flower, you know that you can buy a rose or you can buy a carnation, a lily. You can buy a flower and have it in water and you put the little well some people put sugar some people put aspirin some people put different things in their water in order to you're welcome in order to allow their flowers to last a little longer and then you know within a week or two you cut them and you you cut them at an angle and you refresh the water and then they last like a couple of weeks longer and i love flowers um but we also know that at some point they you know will no longer stand as opposed to like a weed that looks like a flower that it won't last a day and you've tried that and so when I sit and I think about how we have these weeds that we have to be able to get out and granted and I think about the scripture as I'm speaking you know the tears the, the tears and the weeds grow together and you separate the weeds from the tears the weeds from the tears, sorry, because it just sound about right, but the wheat from the tears, it's the same thing, that these behaviors and these mannerisms, that they've come up with us, and somehow, you know, we have to be able to put them off and get rid of them, and I am actually have been feeding, unbeknownst to myself, out of ego, out of pride, out of being angry, out of being upset, um, despondent, whatever emotion that I've had based on the information that I knew and based on how I felt have been feeding this narcissistic person, which has not allowed them not to be narcissistic, which has actually encouraged them and helped them to be more narcissistic. And the narcissistic, the, the narcissistic behavior has actually, like, infuriated me. And that was what it was all about. But I didn't see it at the time because I was so busy, I want to say, 
thinking I was shielding myself, but I wasn't shielding myself. Thinking that I was protecting myself, but I wasn't protecting myself. And I'm actually feeding the beast. (sighs) So when I sit here and I think about how we have these personalities and we have these relationships and you want wholeness, and granted, the narcissistic person has to realize they're narcissistic, but a narcissistic person will probably never admit to their narcissism. They will never admit to it. And as we live and learn and grow, you realize, like, I'm not responsible for making you realize anything. I am responsible for protecting and shielding myself. And so... It's no longer looking on the outward as to how can you not be who you are? How can I not allow who you are to bother who I am? And that's where the shift has taken. That's where it has happened. And I'm hoping and I'm praying that this newfound revelation, which again, this is what this is all about, having these conversations will enable me to one, not attract another narcissistic person because that's a part of it too, you know Um, and two be able to heal because a narcissistic person even as I've been doing a little research and stuff like they have a tendency to flip things, they have a tendency to hurt, to point, to do a lot of things um, that victimizes the other person. And the first thing we don't want to admit, you know, it's like, oh, well, this person, child. people are like, oh, it's not that serious. But when you're dealing with people's emotion and you're dealing with people's time and you're dealing with people's mentality and you're dealing with people's spirits, like, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. And you know, a lot of times I'm having conversations with some friends and we're talking about these young people and what's going on in their lives and why they are the way they are and why they're making decisions and we're blaming the parents and we're blaming the school and we're blaming all of these things which have a part of it. But when I'm thinking about these adults and I'm sitting here and I'm like, this has been fashioned and formed in their lives. And so if you have decades of behavior patterns that seem to have worked for you, it's nothing but the grace of God and the mercy of God, the hand of God and God himself that's going to be able to change that. And so for me, um, you guys know my faith. So for me, I'm definitely praying about it, but I'm also researching to find out the information that I need in order to help heal from having been a point of contact for a narcissistic individual. And again, not be a battleground, not be a target, not be an enabler, not feed it, and 
during that process and doing that, then I can heal. I can be able to identify another person if when I see them, two, three, definitely not attract another one. Oh my goodness, because it's so, can I say freaking time consuming? My goodness gracious God, Lord have mercy. And it's taxing on the body. It's taxing on the mind. The energy level is depleted. It's taxing on your spirit. And they're literally like thriving on the energy, whether they see it or they don't see it. Whether you come or you don't come, it's still a thrive because you're a point of contact for that individual and so however they can maneuver or manipulate or plant ugh they icky they do and so I was looking at this um, video with this woman and she was talking about the universe and she was talking about putting you know the words you say and all of this stuff and it seems to be so complicated at times and I get when people like well just ignore just let it go. I know they mean well. I really do. I know they mean well. I've, I, I, really, I don't know if I really said let it go. I probably have. But I get what they mean by it. But people fail to realize there are steps to take in order to let things go. There are steps to take in order to have total, complete forgiveness. There are steps to take in order to have complete resolve there are steps and people kind of overstep or ignore that part of it so it's like well get to a place where you can let it go get to a place where you have forgiveness get to a place where it doesn't bother you anymore get to a place where you ignore it get to a place where you know it's just water over the what is it water over the bridge or just get well I don't know if water should be on the bridge you understand what I'm saying we get to a place where you are whole and you're not broken and you're you're not worried and you're not concerned and it doesn't bother you anymore it's not Achilles heel thing it's not a vice it's not something that you gravitate towards it's not something that you feed into it's get to that place and that is the goal for us to get to a place where we have healthy whole relationships where we have people in our lives that respect and care about us that we too care and respect the people that we are with that when we have people in our lives who have crossed boundaries who have disrespected who have decided that you're not valued and they don't you're not worth it that it's okay and good and bye because as I realize it's a part of life that you have a vast amount of personalities within personalities within personality yes you have a lot of siblings out here you have a lot of Jekyll and Hyde's you understand what I'm saying it's just a lot going on within themselves that has been cultivated and nurtured through life, through experiences, through a whole bunch of things. And I don't think it's wrong for you 
not to be in that group. I don't think it's wrong for you to want to be an individual, one mind, body, and soul. And it doesn't mean that if you have a bad moment or if you get upset or if you're disappointed that you have multiple personalities. That's not what that means. Or have a personality that is a a right personality. It's not a manipulating personality in a negative way. It's not a personality that is selfish and me and mine and, you know, my way or the highway kind of thing or, you know, um, decadent or whatever, like a crazy outlandish um, schizophrenic, crazy personality. We bond all of that in the name of Jesus. That's another day, another discussion. I'm just there right now. So that, I mean, it's like, get out of here. And again, you know, making sure that I'm not welcoming this behavior and how do you stop a narcissistic person from having your life because that's the thing like when they finish with you they still narcissistic they just go on to another person and I feel like I have a due diligence to the world to heal myself from this other person from this individual like completely and again it is time it does take time but I'm proud to say that time has not been wasted. I'm proud to say that within the time I have gotten a lot better in dealing with them in a sense where I'm not out, I'm not broken, I'm not crying, I'm not feeling victimized, I'm not feeling hurt. You know what I'm saying? And when you able to identify things, it helps us like before, and I haven't done this in a while, going through definitions and stuff like that. But when we're able to identify and define the things that we are addressing and dealing with or coin it or say, oh, that's what that is, I think it opens our eyes to a clearer way of finding information in order to help navigate us, to help get us to where we need to be. And again, as I said, and I will always say, it's about us being whole individuals. It's about us being better individuals. It's about not being toxic and not having toxic people in your life and being able to understand that you are valued and nobody, nobody gets to hurt you. Nobody gets to hurt you. Nobody gets to hurt you purposely. No one gets to sit and kind of conjure up how to get at you, how to bother you, how to pinpoint your nerve, like get out of here. However, we have a responsibility in that too. I was just listening to one of my preachers tonight, you know, he was like, prayer is good. And he's like, do you think prayer, they asked him, do you think prayer works? He said, absolutely. He said, also, but you have to couple prayer with watching. And watching becomes a part of getting information. Watching becomes a part of making yourself available to information. Watching becomes a part of learning and making adjustments and changes in your life in addition to those prayers. And when we pray and we're asking God, the Holy Spirit, to come in and help.
Holy Spirit is a comforter. And so that part comes in to us because I really don't believe and I know, I know it's nothing but the grace of God. I don't believe that we would make it. I know I did not make it out of a narcissistic relationship in the face part, face-to-face part, without the grace of God. And I know it's going to take the grace of God and the mercy of God and the wisdom of God to be completely, completely healed and restored from having spent time and energy and so many other things in a narcissistic, um, in a narcissistic dealings, if you will. Because that's what it becomes. Because it comes by uh, because it becomes about that person, and so being that it becomes about that person, they engulf everything that is around them into that. And so, Lord have mercy, Jesus. So I just thought I need to share that to 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 brainstorm a little bit, if you will, to you know, and hit me up, guys. Let me know what y'all think about what I've said. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still working this thing out in a big way because again, what we not gonna do after we got some information, not allow it to work for us. Imagine my face.